Cosy Buckets is only 37, so mm. Canned Heat, a.k.a. Uh, Woodstock, yeah. is probably a little bit before his time. Uh, uh, his parents probably would remember that. <laughs> How are you, Buckets? Good, thanks, boys. Do you like our little <laughs> intro song for you? I do. I do. I like it with the old stuff. I liked your ELO before, too, Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. Not a bad track. Yeah, no, I knew you'd be a retro man. Now, did you know they were the first band ever to use radio microphones? Because what happened was they ran around on stage that much. They finished up like macrame. They got tangled up on all the chords. Oh, so they had the cordless. Yeah, so they were the first to go with cordless mics, you know. Bit of useless trivia, you can drive the jocks mad with their So you can sit in the jockey's room at Packham yeah. and go and t- turn to the guy next to you and say, Froggy, do you realise? And, and then thrilled. you can just, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, you're not exactly on the road yet because the first race is at 5.45. How are you spending the, the afternoon, Buckets? Uh, my daughter's home crook from school, so I've been entertaining her most of the morning. And uh, my wife's busy at work from home, so I'm sort of stay-at-home dad. How old's, how old's the daughter? She's eight. She's managed to weasel two days off school. So. Is she pulling a Swifty on you, do you think? Or? No, no, she's coughing. She might have dreaded spicy flu, but um, we push on these days. Yeah, and, th- and you find out when they go to school, they pick up every bug known to man. Prior to that, they probably help you anything, but you go to school, come home with everything under the sun, don't they? Absolutely, yep. Now, we were talking nicknames earlier on, and Maddie mentioned yours, and we'll get the, the the source of yours shortly. There's been a couple of beauties over the years. There was a legendary Flemington trainer used in a, a game known as Tow Truck, because I reckon he was always headed for a breakdown. And a couple of beauties down the wharves. There was a bloke they called the London Fog, because he wouldn't lift. And another bloke they called the Judge, because he was always sitting on a case. He wouldn't work. So there have been some... And the other one, Mark, was it Mark War was nicknamed Audi, or... Steve War, because you get four ducks in a row. Greg Chappell had about eight in a yeah, row. At one the, stage. the Audi logo, yeah, now, no, it was Audi. Sitting, talking about the judge sitting on a case, you used to sit on a bucket bucket. So, what was the origin? You were a bit of a ratbag apprentice down at Flemington. Zach Purton and a few others were there. And this is the origin era of the nickname Buckets, is it not? It is, yeah. Old Ray Lawson, hard taskmaster. He's uh, dressed ready to go to the races at 3.30, and he expected us to be there sort of 20 past three and anyway I was I like to sleep in and he had various punishments that he grew tired of that I managed to weasel my way around for being late and the last one was um, sitting on a bucket counting the horses as they went past and soon worked out that if I um, if I was a little bit late to work I didn't have to ride work all morning I just sat on those buckets so it went on for about a week I reckon I think Jason Patton might have given me the nickname but uh, the jocks go past and they are oh, there he is buckets on his bucket so that's how it starts. And you sort of, your attitude was, well, who's the smart one? I'm sitting here bludging on a bucket and you guys are out there working. <laughs> well, race horses weren't the nicest to ride, so I was sort of getting out of it. And uh, I think David Taggart was riding work there at the time too. And I think they told old Ray that um, I was actually getting the, the better end of the deal. Hey, he was a good trainer though. He's a great old trainer, Ray, and, and really good master of apprentices. He had some good apprentices during his time and instilled a good work ethic, which I sort of carry to this day, so... Good on him. God love him. No, you do have a, a great work ethic and a huge appetite. I saw him knock back about eight courses the other day. And you know what he was doing, Cosy? Mm? Taking food off other people's plates. Feeding him. Yeah, yeah, Scavenger. I once, did that with a, I once did that with a mate of mine and he, st- he slammed me with a fork and it luckily went between my fingers. <laughs> hey, um, Mark War's nickname was Afghanistan, the Forgotten War. The Forgotten War. Yeah. Who was the other? There was one called Audi because he had the four ducks in a row and the Audi logo on the cars. Just four <laughs> might, have, might have been Greg Chapel. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, Buckets, uh, today, uh, tonight, at Pakenham. Actually, Falgate was talking to um, 
uh, Gavin Bedgegood earlier about a discussion we had before that about the appetite from participants for these twilight meetings. This is sort of more a night meeting, but we had Moe the other day. Uh, as far as the working day and, you know, getting up the next day, what's the what's the level of enthusiasm amongst the participants for the twilights that we're having at the moment? Uh, on a scale of one to five. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Zero. Right, okay. Uh, um, and it's not just for us. Like, uh, it got sprung upon us yesterday that there's a twilight meeting at sale in a couple of weeks. Um, last race, 7.30. It's a fair hike. Partic- participants in the city getting home at around 11 o'clock, put horses away, beat up, whatever, get to bed at midnight maybe. So they're in the middle, so... You've sort of got to get going earlier in the day to get there um, due to traffic, but then you're, you're still getting home at, a, at the hour of a, of a night meeting. So we, we don't like them. We understand the turnovers there and whatnot, but maybe just program them a, a little closer to the city. Do you see any positive at all out of those? I mean, there's one the, the other day at Maui, finished last race, 7.30 and so forth. Well, I mean, for on course, there was no one there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, we do go back to the almighty turnover, and apparently it's it's... Very, very healthy for those for that time frame. So we understand that, and we're, we're happy to we're happy to oblige. But you know, not sale. Sales, you know, Too a far. long way away for most people. You know, yeah, so absolutely. And the bakery's closed on the way back, so that's out. Hey, um, buckets is we've got thirty seconds to the next at Shep, and we'll go to that. We just might get you in a nutshell. You got a handful of rides at Packenham today. Uh, if you were to rank them best and second best, maybe uh, how you? What's the vibe for you as you prepare to go down to Packenham tonight? Uh, yeah, okay. I think Gab Star's my best. She drops back to 58 grade from a strong running town last start. She's probably my best, although Cindy won't like me saying that. Um, and Bold Intentions had a tough run uh, at Stony Creek, wide run at Stony Creek, so he can bounce back, but he's drawn a sticky gate. But there too, those two are the standouts at the, at the moment. Can you split you through tomorrow night at the Valley? Because they all look terrific rides. Yeah, they're all really well placed. Um, I'm sort of looking forward to that um, Highland Falcon's a nice horse. He mm. tried hard his first start. Um, Rivkin looks like a nice talent. He's drawn a bit of a sticky gate over 1,200 metres, though. Uh, and Scepticism looks quite progressive, but, again, a little bit of a tricky gate over 1,200. So they're all around uh, around the mark, and they're all good chances, but we just need luck in running. Good on your buckets. Good luck today. Good on you, boys. Have a jo- good buckets day. more there.